Christmas blessings. Welcome, beloved of God, to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday and Christmas edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Beloved of God, before we get into the gospel today, I want to say on behalf of Father Ron, Lauren, Father Brian, Father Mulhern, Sister Carol, Sister Kara, Sister Carolyn, Anthony, Javier, Justin, and Peggy, we extend to each of you a wish of a blessed Christmas season, full of peace and joy. And of course, we give thanks to God every day for your goodness, generosity, and your presence near and far, praying with us on the God Minute. God bless you all and thank you so much. So today is the commemoration when God took flesh and made his dwelling among us. It is in the incarnation, a sacred relationship that began between the Lord and his people and all of creation. And so begins the journey toward our salvation. Now the gospel that I've chosen to use today is one of the options that the church provides for us for Christmas. It's the gospel from the mass during the night or the midnight mass from the second chapter of Luke's gospel, verses 1 through 14. So today, let's just close our eyes and try to place ourselves in the sacred place of Bethlehem and listen as we hear the Christmas story. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world would be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph, too, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the family of David to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, there were shepherds in that region, living in the fields and keeping watch through the night over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, a savior has been born for us, who is Christ and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. The Gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There was an elderly man who lived in Oklahoma who called his son in New York and said to his son, son, I hate to ruin your day, but I have to tell you that your mother and I are getting a divorce. 45 years of marriage and that much misery is enough. Dad, said his son, what are you talking about? We can't stand the sight of each other any longer, the old man explained. We're sick of each other, and I'm sick of talking about this, so you can call your sister in Hong Kong and tell her. And he hung up the phone. Well, frantic, the son calls his sister, who explodes on the phone. Like heck they're getting divorced, she shouts. I'll take care of this. She calls her elderly father immediately and screams at him on the phone. You are not getting a divorce. Don't do a single thing until I get there. I'm calling my brother back and we'll both be there tomorrow. So don't do anything, not a thing, until you hear from me. She yelled and then hung up the phone. The old man hangs up his phone and turns to his wife. Okay, he says, it's all set. They're both coming for Christmas and paying their own airfare. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that too is called parenting. <laughs> you know, brothers and sisters, on a serious note, Christmas is supposed to be one of the happiest and joyful times of the year. Perhaps that's why it comes at the very end of the year, to remind us of all the good times throughout the past year and to help us focus on something positive rather than all the chaos and negative things that have gone on in the past. You know, there are decorations, there are songs, gift-giving, gatherings with loved ones, all to help us focus on the joy of the season. Then, if we're able to stop and think for a minute, there is the true meaning of Christmas. This is the genuine joy that comes from God because God became one of us. God took flesh and made his dwelling among us and all of us would receive him so that he could teach us how to live and how to love and bring us the gift of salvation. Now that's something to celebrate, right? Well, bear with me for a moment. Perhaps there's another side of the story that we forget. You see, as in our life, this is a story of struggles. We forget that Mary and Joseph are far away from home in a strange land. We forget that they are treated with inhospitality, people along the way kind of shunning them. We forget that they have to settle for having their child in a barn with no support of family and friends. We forget the fact that they must flee from that place because Herod is out to kill their son because of his jealousy. You see, beloved, this single event which brings us so much joy and grace also carried with it a great deal of chaos and pain. The beginnings of Jesus' life from the moment of his conception brought with it many struggles and the rhythm of life with good times and bad, sickness and health, poverty and wealth, happiness and sorrow, 
never really changed. So why do we celebrate? Why is this such a big deal? Well, because the whole point of this celebration is to remind us that we need a Savior to help us through every moment of every day. The serious message of Christmas is not merely that Jesus came into the world at Bethlehem, but that he comes to us now. He is God with us now. He has lived up to his promise that he would be with us always, each one of us, will one day stand before our Savior. And whether or not we are welcomed into his kingdom depends on whether we welcome him here and now. Well, how does the Lord come to us in the here and now? And how can we welcome him? Well, first and foremost, pray. Talk with him. Get to know his love for you. Go to Mass and welcome him in his word proclaimed, in the Eucharist shared, and in the hearts of the community gathered. Welcome the Lord who comes to us through others, who may challenge us to be our better self and help to correct our faults and even our addictions. Welcome the Lord in the poor and the outcast whom we must always care for. And above all, welcome him into your heart. There's no point in putting an image of the child Jesus into a manger scene if you don't welcome him into your heart. Beloved, when the Lord came into the world, he never received the welcome of a Savior that he deserved. Today, now, in this holy season, in this blessed moment, we have the opportunity to change that. The Lord comes to us and desires to make his dwelling in us. With great joy, let us welcome our Savior as he deserves and every moment in the new year to keep him close at hand. Let us reflect his image and likeness. Let us lead with his attitude and his goodness let us love with his compassion and mercy. Tears are falling, hearts are breaking, how we need to hear from God. You've been promised, we've been Bid our hungry souls be filled. 
blessed Christmas day and beautiful and gracious Christmas season. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Beloved of God, take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow. Merry Christmas. <laughs>